Mike Gibson, Kenny Rosenfeld, coming to you live from Sky 2017, talking about the Pulmonary Embolism Response Team, or PERT. Kenny, you have really spearheaded this effort. I think it's really changed the care of pulmonary embolism patients. Tell us a little bit about its origins, where you are, and where you're going with it. Thanks, Michael. Um, this is an, an incredible um, uh, entity, uh, initiative. Um, it's probably one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life and, you know, in my mm -hmm. career. And I've, you know, been in practice a lot of years. Uh, I, for what it's worth, I won't tell you how many. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, about four or five years ago, five years ago, we, we started this thing at Mass General Hospital, realizing that uh, so many people uh, were being treated. There's a huge variation in the way people were managed with pulmonary embolism. And we, uh, we, we said there's got to be a better way. There's a lack of data about how to manage these patients best and to get the best uh, results and optimize outcomes. Um, so we, we said, well, the best way that we know of, I know of, is a team-based approach, much like I think we predated the heart teams, or maybe we were around the same time. Um, but uh, so we coalesced to multiple specialties who are all involved with pulmonary embolism, hung up a bunch of posters, and all of a sudden the, the phone started ringing off the hook. For acute pulmonary embolism, how do you manage it? Team-based approach seems like the best way. Right. Um, and we put our minds together, and we have... We actually do a go-to-meeting for each of these yeah. very sick patients. Yeah, amazing. That is amazing. It's, yeah. a, it's a challenge. but Including uh, uh, one of the representatives, perhaps from the family, the patient's family. We, is we right? can. I mean, we've mm -hmm. done that on numerous occasions. We've included a family member or right. actually the patient themselves. Yes. There's an infamous uh, example of a, a very uh, a leader at one of the universities and in one of the states nearby who yeah. uh, was admitted uh, with a pulmonary embolism that had been unrecognized, which is another wow. huge problem. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about management, but there's also the recognition of PE as sure. a, in the first place. This person had gone on for months okay. without having the PE recognized and, and, and seen cardiology as well. Oh boy. A, a oh boy. good cardiologist oh boy. who yeah. actually used to be in Boston, all kinds of people. Yeah. So, um, when this person got on the phone um, to do a PERT consult from a remote area, because uh, this person was friends with Drew Faust from Harvard, oh boy, and yeah. uh, and Drew roped us in on the PERT group, and then we had this remote PERT call, right? And uh, and this person got on the phone and decided what therapy they wanted. Yeah. Well, that's hey, that's where we're at. It's that's the a... ultimate in. Patient engagement. Patient engagement and patient-centered uh, Shared decision-making, decision right. Decision -making. Shared yeah. decision-making. So anyway, but we very soon thereafter, as you know this story, but the, the, uh, we started talking about this or, or at meetings like, like Sky Meeting, and, and uh, people were coming up and saying, what are you doing? This is very cool. We wrote a couple of preliminary articles about it, uh, editorial in chest and a few other letters to the editor. And um, all of a sudden we got calls, you know, ringing off the hook from other places saying, we, we'd like to do this. And I, I recognized early on with my colleagues at MGH that this is an opportunity to fill a huge uh, gap in our evidence base about pulmonary embolism. If we can assemble a consortium of, of uh, 20, 30 centers or so, all submitting their data to a common database and working together to answer questions both prospectively and retrospectively, um, uh, we might actually finally get somebody somewhere with pulmonary embolism. I, I'll never forget, um, Jim Dallin was my chief of medicine when I was in med school, and he had written about the natural history of BE and so on, and mm -hmm. famous New England Journal articles, but 
we hadn't we haven't made much progress since then. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. 1969, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know so the bottom line is that um, we, co we we pulled together a consortium um, of hospitals. We were the first year we had a meeting. Then instead of uh, the 20 people that we thought would show up, we had 85 people wow. and representing 40 or more medical centers. And since then, that was three, two and a half, th almost three years ago. We had a second annual meeting last year. We had 120 centers represented, or uh, about 120 people and about 80 centers. Mm -hmm. And this year we have over 130 centers that are actually uh, involved in some way with PERT. Um, the PERT consortium became a, a 501c3. Right. Um, and it's freestanding, separate, um, and it's owned by everybody in the consortium. There are something on the order of 40 to 45 paid members. We actually had a founding membership call uh, and uh, institutions were willing to fork up. You know, this is pretty impressive actually. So we have nearly 40 institutions that forked up $10,000 a piece wow. to become founding members of the PERC Consortium. Wow. So wow. there's a lot of belief in this. Yeah. There's a lot Absolutely. of passion. Oh yeah. And, um, and I think that we're actually we're, you said we've changed the paradigm. I don't know that we've quite changed it yet, but we've you started will. to. You will. And it will. Yeah, you will. And we have committees. And we, so I would encourage anybody who's listening to this to uh, give us a call or go to perconsortium.org, uh, perconsortium.org, and, and get on the website, and, um, it, which is currently being revamped. I'd mm -hmm. love to talk to you about that. Sure. Uh, but uh, it, it's being upgraded and... Uh, and try to get involved in one of the multiple five odd committees, five or six odd committees that we have, a communications committee, a education committee, which has already done many things. In fact, we put on a PERC consortium um, uh, satellite session here at, at, at the Sky yeah. Annual Meeting uh, to uh, talk about pulmonary embolism and pulmonary embolism teams, response teams, or PERTs. Actually, yeah. PERT, you know, PERT has become a, uh, a verb in the English language now. We PERT people. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's good. Are you yeah. perting this patient yeah. Yeah. or not? Yeah, that's great. That's great. Good. <laughs> anyway, so we also have, um, uh, uh, in addition to education and communications committee, we have uh, uh, a research and publications committee, which is actively engaged in developing research uh, opportunities. And um, we developed a very uh, cool database that's about 350 elements. Uh, that is uh, open source. Mm -hmm. uh, we are now, we have data sharing agreements uh, that our head of that research committee, Chris Cabrell, has worked out with, with uh, almost 20 centers now. So we're now, as a pilot project, accumulating data from 20 centers on mm -hmm. all of their PE patients. Mm -hmm. You can imagine the oh, power of yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, and so, um, uh, and finally we have a pract uh, clinical practice and protocols committee which uh, is designed to develop new protocols and, and guidelines. Mm -hmm. You can imagine that the future PE guidelines will incorporate some of the uh, work that we, we will do uh, in the yeah. PER consortium. So okay. um, we're excited about it. There's a meeting, this is important, there's a, a meeting, our third annual meeting of the National PER Consortium on the 22nd of June in Boston. Um, and uh, it's at the uh, Sinesta Hotel. Okay. Uh, on the on the river, yeah, and uh, I think we're going to have over 200 people there. I, I would expect. Great. Uh, we hope you're there. Yes, we want to yeah. get you guys yes. there. Yeah, and uh, we hope not only the BI. BI is a, is one of the founding members. You yeah, know that. Sure. And uh, in addition to that, we hope that um, that uh, the uh, Gibson TV 
yeah. affair is there. We, we, we want you guys there. And then the next two days on the 23rd and 24th is a, a, uh, an annual meeting that is a CME meeting dedicated to pulmonary embolism. If you go to the consortium meeting, you get a very inexpensive uh, entry for 95 bucks to go to the, the uh, CME meeting, which is a lot of credits. It's about yeah. 12 and a half credits. It's probably the best deal of the century. But the idea is to encourage engagement and encourage participation. So uh, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of June at the Sinesta Hotel in Boston. We hope you people get engaged with the consortium. Right. Thank you for this the opportunity great. to yeah, talk yeah, about I this. I really did think this is going to change care. Thanks, thanks for leading in. And thanks to all of you for joining us here live from Sky 2017.